Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is... Mike Brown, and we are coming to you live for another episode of the Dream Take. Pulling double duty tonight. We've got the Dolphins on Sunday night football. We've got the Houston Rockets celebrating a massive win, and I cannot do shows like this by myself. I am joined by my co-host, Jeremy Brenner. Jeremy. W-Pod, W-Pod, W-Pod. My, my favorite kind of podcast uh what a win man i mean what a win tonight that's the win of the year absolutely of course and it shouldn't go without being said uh i think just on behalf of the both of us uh that we extend our condolences uh to the silas family uh dealing with the passing of of paul silas um so you know i don't want to say like i mean obviously we don't know for sure that that had something to do with tonight's result, but you could tell that the Rockets were playing maybe with a little bit more motivation, a little bit more oomph. And this was the result, a win yep. against a top five team in the league 
in Milwaukee. Um, great defensive Easy. effort. I'd say that's Easy. the best defensive effort of the season so far. And uh, especially from Jabari Smith, Jalen was him. And the ball movement looked really good. You know, a lot to like about today's win. And I will say this, this is, and I saw this multiple times today on, on Twitter. This is not the time to say, oh, look what happens when Steven Silas isn't coaching the team. Not the day. Like, today is not that day to do that. Rockets fans, all along those lines, though, I will say John Lucas coached a hell of a game tonight. Hell yeah. of a game for John yeah, Lucas the game tonight. Plan, the game plan was really well executed, I think. Um, you know, figure out a way to get the ball out of Giannis's hands. Yep. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say that the Chris Middleton going down early, uh, you know, would the outcome have been different? Uh, you know, I'm not sure, but you know, there's so many outcomes. You know, if Silas was there tonight, maybe, maybe the, maybe the outcome is different. Maybe, maybe the Rockets win by more. Who knows? You know, yeah. I, I feel like you know, you have to just take what is given to you at face value, and I think, I think what we saw was uh, a team like this is probably the best version of the Rockets we saw tonight, and considering how. Just 72 hours ago, the the loss in San Antonio, I, I think to see that the Rockets were able to bounce back from that, I think is incredibly important, something I don't want to just ignore, because when a team like the Rockets goes down as often as they do, you want to see how they respond. And tonight, I think they responded in a way that makes me feel comfortable about the direction that this team is going in. A hundred percent. And it's so many shout outs tonight. Jabari Smith's junior, Jabari Smith Jr.'s defensive effort. Can I say that 10 times fast? Um, on Giannis was special. Mm-hmm. And you see the, I mean, you held them to 16 points. Now, Giannis did have 18 rebounds, and Jabari Smith only shot one of nine from the from the field. It's the best one of nine performance from the field I've ever seen. Um KPJ late defensively breaking up multiple plays. Garrison Matthews in the first half. I thought the defense that he played, especially off ball, was fantastic. Um, Bruno Fernando only played 10 minutes tonight, but I thought he played really well in his minutes. So many things I liked about tonight's performance. And you beat a really, really good team, Jeremy. Like This is what we've all been waiting for. You know, like this is, yeah, like it all came together tonight. This is the moment we've been waiting for all season where we say, let these young guys do their thing. And they did their thing tonight and they were rewarded with their best win of the season. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know if I would call this the best win of the season. I mean, I guess they're, it's up there for sure. Um, But I think the fact that they, they played throughout the game, um, you know, really well, um, caught, kept up with the Bucks all night long. And, you know, even when, even when things were, um, even when things were not going their way, they didn't let it, uh, they didn't let it dictate the thing. Like they didn't let it fester, you know, no. if it, if it, like they were able to bounce back quicker. And that's the thing with this team, Mike is, is, when the Rockets get down, because they are oftentimes, like tonight, going to meet a team that is 
better than them, more talented than them. Sure. Um, and that's that's the case, you know, 29 times out of 30 or 28 times out of 29, maybe uh, or maybe 26 or 25 times out of 29. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I think that the Rockets do have some edges over some teams in the league. But even then, you know, they, they weren't able to win the game that they should have the other day. Does this loss, does this win to you, Mike, like kind of like, I don't want to say like make up for the loss on Thursday. But... Um, No, it doesn't for me because you watch that game. They got beat handily and you see why coaching is so important. I mean, you, I don't you got, know. I you don't got beat by the best coach of all time. In my yeah, opinion, I but, think Popovich is the greatest coach in the history. But of I basketball. also think I also think that the Spurs the other night. I, I would have said it had I been on the podcast on Thursday, but um, I, I really just think that the Spurs were just red hot, and, and it was just really hard for the Rockets to stop. But at the same time, you know, the, when the Rockets were you know down, they had a chance to respond, and they didn't. They didn't respond. So I, I do credit that as a blame. Uh, I do blame the Rockets for that, but I don't blame the Rockets for just how incredibly hot the Spurs were. Um, and they were due for a win. You know, they had gone, uh, you know, 10 straight games without a win. So they needed it. Um, but the Rockets needed a win tonight, I think. Um, well, I, and- I also give the Rockets credit. It was a teaching moment on Thursday. I mean, these are a bunch of kids, man. Yes. And, and I love the fact that this, like the timing of this, I think could not have been any more perfect because you look at this homestand, you know, obviously the Rockets have, they play better at home. Like it's, it's not something that is immune to this Rockets team uh, compared to other teams, but you know, for certain that they play, they just, they just have more energy at home. Like they, they have more energy. They feel a little bit more comfortable. They're sleeping in their own bed. Right. Uh, They don't have to travel everywhere. Like they're going to get, they have a seven game homestand that started tonight. So I'm really excited. And they beat arguably the best team on their schedule during this um, during this run. I mean, look at who they got on Tuesday, though. You got Phoenix. So it's this is going to be a really tough stretch of games. But the fact that they were able to get this win should give them a lot of confidence moving forward. And I hope that we will see the growth from this game continue and carry over into games to follow. And Andrew, there's a couple things in the chat that I want to get to. Yes. The Rockets have only played three games against teams with a record below 500, and this is game 26. So they've played 23 out of 26 games against teams with a winning record. They have that's had a really inc- difficult schedule. That's incredible. I mean, that that is Most incredible. of those games on the road. Most yeah. of the games on the road as well. Yeah, and you know, James points out Deshaun Nix scraping everything related to the Rockets – off of his social media. I saw that today. I thought that was interesting. I did, um, but he played pretty – I mean, he, he played decently tonight. Yeah, he played a decent game tonight. And that's the thing, man, is it's the the progression of playing games where they're competitive. That's really all I've been looking for all year, you know. And they weren't competitive Thursday, and it was embarrassing. And then they come back tonight – you know, I don't know how long Silas is going to be out. Uh, this is a situation where there's no plan. You know? for there, there, yeah, there's no timetable. Like he's going to take as much time as uh, he needs. He needs, yeah. And I think tonight you saw how incredibly valuable it is to have a guy 
like a uh, John Lucas on your staff Mm -hmm. uh, because he stepped in, but it was his energy tonight, man. I don't know how much of the game you caught, but I think it was in the third quarter after a couple of nice, you know, he's, you know, chest bumping guys, you know, he's giving guys hugs. Like, and I'm, I'm reading a transcript of his presser right now. He's just, he's a, ball of energy that's man. who he is that that he, is john lucas to a t yeah and, and that's why he's on the staff to kind of um to kind of balance steven silas's more um you know calm demeanor and right. and so there is a balance there obviously with silas being the head coach we see more of his actions he's the face that we um you know equate to the rockets coaching staff but let's be real like the Rockets coaching staff is not just Steven Silas and and I think there are and and they all have different tools that bring this group together now whether or not those tools are being used correctly is another story but um, I do think that that is a conversation for a different day and I think that everyone on the Rockets is incredibly um, there there it's a big momentum thing for them tonight And it's just a big morale boost, I think, as well. And you also saw tonight, not that you haven't seen it all year, you saw why Jalen Green has the makings of a superstar. Not a a star, but a superstar. Like It's it's nights like tonight where I I know that I can trust the Rockets. I'm not not going that far, but I see what you're saying. Because look, Jalen and Jabari Smith Mm. are two, like we talk about young cores and all that Mm. with with the rebuilding teams. The Rockets got Jalen Green and Jabari Smith. And now I can't guarantee that those two are going to win a championship together. But I do feel like Jalen and Jabari are going to be a massive part of the next Rockets contender. 100%. 100%. They, the, the two of them, um, they they really balance each other well. They they bring a lot of, uh, they bring a lot of the same like, they bring they they cover a very wide range of skills between the two of them, and they're only gonna get better. Like that's the thing too is like Jabari Smith as like just his his frame right now is incredibly hard to score against, but. Imagine him with a little bit more muscle on him. Imagine Jalen Green with a little bit more muscle on him. Imagine more games as they continue to build chemistry together. You know, they are they're going to be a problem, Mike. They're going to be a big problem for the league. And tonight we saw why they, they can be a problem, you know, even now. Even now. They, they gave Milwaukee well, fits tonight. Well... And you talk about wins of the year, man. They've played Phoenix tough. They've played Golden State tough. They've played a lot of teams pretty tough over, you know, the first 26 games of the year. And I saw it tonight. The guy that I keep, first of all, Jabari Smith Jr., Jeremy, is going to make not one, but multiple all-NBA defensive teams. Yes. Like, he is that dude. You know, it's nice because these are things that we have talked about in the past. And now a night like tonight, there's an action to match the words, right? 
it's like, been there. It's been there multiple his times. His scouting yeah. report was, oh, he's a plus defender. He's a he's a he's a an elite defender right now. He just needs the offensive game to catch up, and that's going to be you know it, his his development in the league is that's where like he's going to have to focus a little bit more on. Well, and today, he, today yeah. we saw that. We saw that with our own eyes. He was able to contain. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down. We break down who will be cutting. Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't want to say stop because I don't think you can stop a guy like Giannis, but he was able to contain Giannis and give the Rockets a chance to win. Look, and you look at the Rockets, like they won tonight on defense. Like they won on defense because what they were able to do was they, like, they weren't good from the three point line. They didn't shoot very well. Do you have those, those percentages up Martin? Yeah. So I was going to touch on that. They only shot six of 27 from three. But six threes, that's it. They won a basketball game with yeah. only making six threes. That's not almost unheard of in the NBA nowadays. To what? make only six threes yeah. is is not very good, but yet we are here talking about it on a W pod. So what I'm saying here, the Rockets won this game on defense tonight. They were able to take the defensive possessions, secure rebounds, and then go out and transition. That is how the Rockets should be playing every single night because their athleticism now they might not have the same talent they might not have the same um you know camaraderie or chemistry as as some of these more experienced teams like the bucks that have played you know in several uh big playoff games including a a championship run together but the rockets were able to use their athleticism tonight get out in transition and score easy buckets and fast breaks so that is why the Rockets can win this year and they can give teams fits at the beginning of the year, Mike, we talked about how the goal for the Rockets this season was to make life hell for whoever their opponent was. They might not necessarily win a whole bunch of these games, but they're going to make the other team earn it tonight. They forced the bucks to earn it. and The bucks didn't earn it. They didn't two big areas tonight. Rockets were 11 of 12 from the free throw line. This team has struggled with their free throws at times this season. That was big. And they only turned the ball over 12 times tonight. The Rockets. Very, very promising. The Rockets are, and it's, it goes without saying what, what I'm about to say, but it's also key for this Rockets team. When you're young like this, you can't, turnovers will kill your ability to win 
games. And tonight, they did not turn the ball over very often against a really good Milwaukee team. I mean, that Milwaukee team is really good. You know, and Giannis, you know, and what I loved most about Jabari's game tonight was he was always going to cover, um, he was always going to cover Giannis, but he wanted to cover Giannis. You saw it tonight, the way that he, you know, he's talking some trash on the court. So is Fernando, so is Jalen Green. They're young and dumb, but that's what I love about this team. I've said it all year. The more they lean into their youth, the more successful they're going to be. And a win tonight, Jeremy, doesn't do anything as it pertains to hurting their chances at the lottery. They're probably going to end up with a, with a top five pick. As long as they're in the top five, I think they're going to be just fine. But I do want to get your take on a tweet that I saw today um, that uh, it's time for the Rockets to make a consolidation trade, meaning move three or four guys in a trade in order to open up some roster flexibility do you agree with that if you do agree with that what type of trade do you think the front office should be looking to make who's that who's that tweet from uh i want to say is it from like a reporter is it like no it's um i always get his name i don't want to mispronounce his name he's uh spell it out i'll probably be a k s h a y yeah Aksha, yeah. So um, he was the one who sent out the tweet, and I agree with it. I just want to get your take on it. I'll try and find the tweet. Well, it takes two to tango, and you got to understand, like, if, like, it, yes, it, it makes all the sense in the world for the Rockets to be able to take a couple of these players, um, free up some playing time for, and and I assume that those players would be along the lines of Eric Gordon, um, you know. Garrison Matthews maybe but again like those those players have to be wanted in other teams and look we're talking about in the chat right now December 15th is this week and that's the day when a bunch of new acquisitions from the offseason become trade eligible a lot of rookies become trade eligible um so it, it is I guess technically the start of trade season but we hardly ever really see trades happen um, like before the last week of January. You know, it, it just isn't very common. Um, usually we see them on trade deadline uh, day, which I don't have it off the top of my head right now, but it's not close enough to where we need to know the exact date for it. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of people are probably really um, clamoring for a Rockets trade. I just really don't think it's coming just yet. I think I think we are going to see at least one. Probably, if they can get two or three, I think they would love to be able to, because um, I do think that they want to see more of Josh Christopher. I do think that they want to see more of their G League guys, um, the the guy like Hudgens and Darius Days on the two way. But another thing too about the Rockets is like the reason why so many people are playing is because. You know, other than Jay Sean Tate, everyone's healthy. And other than Tate and Bruno, no one's really gotten hurt this year for a long period of time. So there, like, there just hasn't been, like, room to kind of, you know, stand back from, you know, from, from the rotation. And I, I don't know how the rotation is going to change when 
you do bring in Jay Sean Tate, um, 100%. I don't know how much they're going to be able to play him. But I did, I did tell you, Mike, on the last time I think we were together, that I don't think he's going. I don't think he's coming in to uh, just steal minutes from Garris Matthews and uh, Dacian Nix. Even though those are the, probably the yeah. two players that you would take minutes away from. The reason why Nix and, and Garris and Matthews are in the rotation are to fill needs that the Rockets don't have a lot of outside of them. And Jay Sean Tate does it. Jay Sean Tate's not a. a He's not a ball handler like Dacian Nix is, and he's not a three-point shooter like Garrison Matthews is. So should Jay Sean Tate play? Absolutely, because he he can provide you something, but his skill set mirrors a lot of the same guys like Tari and KJ and, you know, that, that you know, strong defensive-minded guy. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, um, but I – like I haven't seen any like real timetable on Jay Sean Tate returning. I imagine though that it is coming soon. Um, like I, I I would say that he's probably closer to coming back than he is to the bench. So yeah, I would I would say that uh, it'll be interesting. And I do think a, a trade should happen soon, but it's not going to happen very soon. Yeah the the tweet was by Ali Kambajani of uh, the Athletic. Yeah. yeah, covering the Rockets. Um, Adam Spillane. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other t- the other tweet that I want to get to was from Adam Spillane uh, of Sports Radio 610 who covers the Rockets, who said that it's time to start KJ Martin. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, My guess co- is when Eric Gordon is traded, KJ will enter the starting lineup. Yeah, and you see tonight, I loved the two things that uh, Lucas did that really stood out to me tonight. Number one was staggering when uh, Jalen and when KPJ were out and not taking them out at the same time. The second being getting KJ more minutes with the usual starters in place of Eric Gordon, even though Eric Gordon did uh, finish the game, if you will. Um, KJ did get a lot of those minutes. So, yeah. A lot to like from the Rockets tonight. Really not a lot to not like tonight, in all honesty, man. I thought they they played a really good, sound game against one of the better teams in the NBA. I think that's a good make way more to put three-pointers. it. That, that's what I'll yeah. say. Yeah. Um, make, make your threes. Um, like, the fact that it's really hard to win games when you only make six threes, but, like, that explains why Garrison Matthews is out there. Um, and – they, they do need a guy. Like, I hope that one of those picks that they use is for a guy that that is able to just be like a, a three and D off the bench guy. Like, they really could use someone like that. Maybe they'll go in free agency and get a guy like that. Um, or maybe they'll get one at the trade deadline this year and return for Eric Gordon. Although Eric Gordon is considered to be one of our best three-point shooters. So it's like, you know, you're replacing him. Like, you would hope that you get some kind of three-point volume out of whoever does replace Eric Gordon in this rotation. But another thing too, is like Eric Gordon might like whoever they trade Eric Gordon for, they might end up deciding, you know what? Like we're going to just wave you. Uh, we'll buy you out. Um, so, so that could be what you use to free up some minutes for guys like Jay Sean Tate for guys like, um, you know, KJ Tari. Um, that's, that's what I would think, could happen if they really like Knicks enough 
for Ty Ty or Josh Christopher to give him those minutes over a veteran in the second half of the year. We'll see. I mean, it's it's difficult because a lot of the – like the Rockets are a team that is living in the future, but we still have the present to talk about. And I think in the present, they just have to keep playing games like they did tonight, keep being competitive, keep that culture of, you know, togetherness. Um, I think tonight was a big chemistry win. Um, you know, they're able to, you know, build build something together. That's literally what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about a guy who needs to come in to knock down shots. A guy like a Josh Richardson, I would like to see added to this roster. A Troy Daniels would be so good on this team just to be your knockdown guy. But with what Gary Garrison Matthews did tonight, I have no problem him being that guy. He's on a cheap contract. He's familiar with the system, with the organization. I mean, I was a big fan of what he did tonight. We just need to see it more consistently. Absolutely. So I do think this is a decent place to park the rocket ship. Thank you all so much for joining us here on a W pod, our favorite kind of pod here at the dream take. Jeremy will be live on Tuesday night. I will have the night off on Tuesday for company Christmas party, but the Rockets play the Suns on Tuesday. Give me a couple things you're looking for for the game on Tuesday. Um, bring that same energy that you had against Phoenix two weeks ago to Houston. They, they are going to prepare for you guys. Like the Suns are going to prepare for the Rockets really well. They want to they get this win back. Uh, the Rockets have to make those adjustments alongside the Suns in order to hopefully get another uh, win and have us on another W pod on Tuesday. Absolutely. If you're on Twitter, make sure to give the Dream Take a follow at the Dream Take. Follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co-pilot Jeremy Brenner on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner is J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow my co-pilot, Mr. Michael Brown, on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake and give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com. Any day that ends in Y for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, your very happy final from inside of Toyota Center. Rockets defeat the Milwaukee Bucks 97 to 92. Jeremy will be again with you after the game on Tuesday night. Until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.